Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered. Or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For season two, I'm focusing on energy and things that positively increase our energy. The heliotropic effect states that all living systems are inclined toward or attracted to that which is life-giving, toward positive energy. All human beings flourish in the presence of positive energy. I'm inviting guests who provide this positive energy to me, and I think you'll find yourself attracted to their positive energy as well. My guest today is Julie Vaughn. Julie and I got acquainted when we were in a book club that was reading Brene Brown's Dare to Lead. For those of you familiar with Brene Brown, her research, and you know the book, you know this isn't light reading. I love the way Julie thinks. One of her strengths is communication, and I've always admired her ability to put her thoughts into words in a way that facilitates dialogue and understanding. I'm looking forward to hearing what's been brightening Julie's day. But first, I'm excited to share the three things that have brightened my day. The first thing is the drop-off line at school. (laughs) Now, it didn't start out that way. Just ask Aria. The first week of school or so, I was constantly shouting at the other parents to move, go now. What are you waiting for? Seriously? Of course, this was done in my car with the windows rolled up securely. I secretly felt justified, too, because I was enjoying a friend of mine on Facebook who had started posting about line cutter Linda. (laughs) Well, you don't want to be that one. I knew it had gone too far, though, when Arya started yelling at the cars, too. Hey, Sloppy, move it. You too, buddy. The next day, I changed my mindset and my attitude about the whole thing. I started looking for the good things about morning drop-offs. And I saw them. There were parents wrangling dogs that were very eager to go to school with their littler owners. One in particular was holding up the crosswalk and literally had to be pushed from the rear by the owner to go across. Another day, a mom and her son were having a race down the sidewalk while pushing little sister in the stroller, laughing hysterically all the way. And just this morning, I enjoyed watching a mother and her little girl holding hands and swinging them as they walked. Aria loves watching for her friend Calvin, who always walks with his mom past our car about 7.40 a.m., almost on the dot. Calvin's a cute little kid with bright red shoelaces, so he's easy to spot. Plus, every time Aria says, there's Calvin, I see the face of Calvin and Hobbes from my childhood comic strip and it makes me smile. The second thing that has brightened my day is the calendar on my desk. It was a Christmas gift last year from my work bestie. Each month is a card with a saying on it. The saying for this month, I needed to hear. Every day may not be good, but there is good in every day. And that is so true. 
I have an exercise I do with teams that I work with that starts out with each person sharing what went well the past week and why. It is so easy to come up with the problems and what's not going well, but to look for the things that are working, to recognize what's going well, it helps teams identify the strengths and abilities they have, and that is what helps us move forward. It's funny how I can coach teams to do this, but sometimes I forget to do it for myself. Every day I come into my office now, I'm reminded to find the good in that day that has brightened my day. And I can tell that October is going to be a great month. The third thing that has brightened my day is the never-ending story. I was having a discussion with my friend Ed. You might remember him from Season 1, Episode 4, Baskets, Bamboo, and Birthdays. We were talking about books we'd recently read, and he mentioned he'd just finished The Never-Ending Story. I had never read the book, but I was aware of the movie from the 80s. I could still recall the chorus of the theme song, Never Ending Story. Ah. Well, I didn't remember the band, so I Googled it and watched the music video. Boy, was that a trip down 80s music memory lane. Does anyone remember Lee Mall? I may not be pronouncing it right, but not me. Anyway, I went back to the movie and really enjoyed the story. The message is pretty relevant today to what we're experiencing. Despair, or the nothing, was destroying Fantasia. People had begun to lose their hopes and forget their dreams, so the nothing was growing stronger. The people had to fight the nothing and learn to feel again. I loved two questions that were asked of the young protagonist. Why don't you do what you dream? What are you going to wish for? Losing our ability to dream and tap into our imagination is a sign of depression. So my energy tip for the day is to let yourself dream. Let go. Write a list of things you wish for and want to accomplish. Start making your dreams and wishes come true. My guest today is Julie Vaughn. Julie provides executive support to the Inspector General and Assistant IGs and supports the Chief of Research and the Research Unit within the Oregon Department of Corrections. Julie grew up in the California Bay Area and moved to Salem, Oregon in 2005. She has three children all in college at the moment. I love talking with Julie because she's a great communicator and always offers perspective and insight that makes me stop and think. I'm very excited to have her as a guest on my podcast today. Welcome, Julie. Hi, Lisa. I too am excited to be here. Before we get into the three things that have brightened your day, I have to ask, what is it like having three kids in college during these really challenging and uncertain times with COVID and everything? So it has brought some unexpected obstacles and changes. They are all in school out of state. And so parenting three adult children has its own challenges. And then adding COVID, what I saw really is that my kids are resilient And we're really able to kind of handle it in their stride, be flexible. And I think they just 
kind of knew going into the term that things were going to be different and they just needed to kind of go with the flow and they handled it really, really well and were very successful, good grades, social things could be a challenge, but they managed to connect with friends and they made it work. You know, you're right. Kids are resilient. I don't have college age children yet, and I only have one seven year old, but she just bounces out of the car every morning with her mask. And like, it's it's just the way things are done. And, you know, I'm silently saying a prayer every day that, you know, she keeps it on and she stays healthy. But you're a super mom for having three and keeping that all going. So good for you. I now, of course, have to ask, what are the three things that have brightened your day lately? Speaking of my college kids, my adult kids, um, they are what 19 to 24. What brightens my day is getting to connect with them in some way. When your kids are old enough and they move out of the house, a little piece of your heart goes along with them, goes away. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you're back all under the same roof that for me that I kind of feel whole again. Mm-hmm. But When I'm able to connect with them through like a FaceTime call or video or sending silly, you know, things through Instagram or whatever, any way that I can connect with them brightens my day and makes me feel a little bit closer to them. And it lets them know I'm thinking about them, you know, which is a lot. I think about them constantly. Um, And recently I just, for no reason, sent my boys some like garbage food, like Twinkies and Dongs, <laughs> you know, stuff that now that, you know, I don't have to worry about what they eat. I can spoil them a little. And that's what my son said. He's like, you know, you spoil us. Mm. And um, it's just finding ways to connect with them and keep those relationships strong. Such a beautiful message. And you're so right. I It was a while ago when I went to college, but I didn't necessarily want mom to be around, but I felt stronger. I felt connected when I'd get a little care package of cookies or even just a simple little note. Um, mm-hmm. My mom didn't send me ding-dongs and Twinkies. You're a pretty <laughs> awesome mom. It's probably better. <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere on the pyramid when you're in college, the food pyramid. Oh, I mean. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, well, what's the second thing that's brightened your day? When my oldest son went on a mission to South Africa, I really struggled with letting him go Mm. and just found I needed something to keep me occupied mentally, something creative, and uh, just to kind of keep me in balance. Otherwise, I would find myself in the dentist chair crying for no reason just because you know you lose it a little bit yeah um and so I discovered quilting and so any day that I can do some quilting whether it's cutting the fabric selecting fabrics patterns sewing any way that I can be creative is a good day I just feel more in touch with myself it is a bit of a distraction so that you don't kind of go in those black holes of overthinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to make things for people that you care about. And so it's been a saving grace for me. 
Wow. I know there are listeners right now that are identifying with you, probably even wish they could call you up and ask for some quilting tips. I'm really curious, do you have a pattern that you're currently doing or do you just like to blend shapes and colors or is there a pattern or a design that you love more than any? So I've done a little of both where, you know, I kind of will take a pattern and modify it because I want to make it bigger. I have certain fabrics. So I'm able now to kind of modify and kind of create my own things. But um, I am working on something that I've done before. It's a free pattern that I found. And it's really, it's cool because it looks good with solid fabrics and printed fabrics. You can customize it. And it's just a really great pattern and I'm making it for my aunt and uncle who are celebrating well last year they celebrated 50 years wow and they weren't able to really do much and they travel and so they were stuck at home and so my cousin is surprising them with um, an anniversary party and so I'm making this quilt for them as a surprise that which is fun but the cool thing for me is last year to cope with the stress of COVID and staying at home and all that it brought, mm-hmm. I made this same pattern for my cousin and sent it to her as a surprise. And so, and I'm going to make one for myself. So the three of us will all have our own version of the same quilt, which makes it extra special for me. Oh, yes. Oh, something that will be treasured for years to come. And I'm, I'm guessing something like a family heirloom that will get passed down. That's such an amazing gift you're giving them. Well, it's a gift to me because it keeps me stable. And it's just, you know, these are very special people. Um, yeah, it's, I'm happy to do it. That is wonderful. I hope you will send me a picture when it's completed. Oh, I so will. I totally will. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And what's the third thing that's brightened your day? I um, try to go for a walk and I like to go for a walk at night. Not when it's too dark because you just mm-hmm. can't see. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when the sun is setting and it's still kind of warm. So a summer evening walk is ideal. Mm-hmm. And I love it because I'm investing in myself, my own physical health and mental health. It's something my husband and I do together. We unplug and just walk and enjoy, you know, reconnecting with nature and the smells. You can, you know, smell the the warmth still coming from the marionberry bushes that are growing everywhere or the creek nearby. And it just uh, heals my soul to yeah. do that. And so that is something that brightens my day. And, you know, whenever I can do that is always a good day. Moving into fall, you might have a few more smells of fresh rain. (laughs) I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to fall's my favorite. Oh, I know. My favorite season. The colors, if nothing else. And the the smell in the fall air. Like, Mm. the smell of the leaves. And Mm -hmm. it's going to, I'm looking forward to it. I'm wondering how it's going to work when it gets kind of rainy and icky. Will I still enjoy it? Will I feel like more of a chore? We'll see. Mm, Okay. To be continued. (laughs) Yes. I'm not sure how it's going to work out, but yeah, I, I love the smell of fall. It's weird for me to 
have like the scent in the air be such a a healing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a big part. I it don't is. enjoy it as much when it's garbage day. <laughs> <No>. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I hear you and smell. I mean, one of our senses, of course, but yeah. smell can be very healing or triggering, but in a positive way for people dealing with trauma and stress. So mm-hmm. you've you've touched on something really important there. Well, Julie, thank you. As always, I learn something new or contemplate another way to look at something, having these conversations with you. Thank you for being a guest on my podcast and thank you for brightening my day. Thank you. You always brighten my day. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at hiltonlisab at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.